Hello, everybody. If you're thinking about moving to Kansas City, Kansas, or Missouri, uh, we're going to focus a little bit on the Missouri side today. But if you're thinking about moving there, or visiting there, or vacationing there, or visiting family there, or whatever reason, or you want to visit Katie there, that would be awesome too. This is the episode for you. We do have Katie Payne of Coldwell Banker, Riley and Sons in Kansas City. More on the Missouri side, like I said. We will get to her in a minute. Say hi real quick before I move on. Hi, everyone. <laughs> this is Want to Move There, the show giving Central Pennsylvanians the info they need to decide whether they want to move somewhere outside of the area. Uh, and today we'll be talking about Kansas City. Like I said, I am your host, Derek Bixler, realtor of 15 glorious years. I grew up on the hill in Harrisburg, went to Mechanicsburg High School, go Wildcats, and went up to Penn College of Technology in Williamsport for college. Have been back here ever since. Had a few sales jobs before I started selling real estate 15 glorious years ago. Call me if you need to buy or sell a house. Uh, we still need inventory pretty crazily and Katie's gonna tell us what it's like there in a minute uh, call text email throw a rock through a window send a carrier pigeon whatever you need to do we still need inventory like I said but still it's died down a little bit so buyers get out there and look as well uh, and a reminder whether you're watching live or on a replay please ask a question in the comments or just say hi to us and remember to say where you're watching from we love seeing comments and questions from people especially outside of Central PA um, but you Central PAans uh, feel free to comment as well and a reminder that replays are on YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, iTunes, Spotify, all the places, wherever you want to consume your content, it's there for you. And now we'll get into it with Katie and I'm going to read some of your bio, but I'm going to let you say hi to everybody once again. Um, you say, well, say hi and tell us your favorite, the last movie you watched while I pull up your bio info. Oh. Say hi, last movie you watched. Uh, hi, <laughs> hi everybody. It's uh, last movie. Gosh, I can oh uh free um <laughs> i can't remember the name of free it. willy no 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 <laughs> that would be a really long time ago Ooh, that but, new um, movie with the, uh, ryan reynolds yes yeah so i did see that so it's pretty good but yeah don't get to movies too often especially covid post covid well i guess we're really not post covid but haven't been to a movie in a while but that was the last one yeah, that was a good answer. The way it took you a while, I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say like I never watched a movie, or you're gonna have to come up with something. But that's very current and could probably uh, hit some keywords actually. So, yeah, and I actually want to see that. Um, is it in 3D? Did you say that? No, no, we didn't see it in 3D. No. But it is available in 3D. I think. Probably. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> so Katie is joining us. She's in Kansas City right now, uh, but she grew up in mainly in Georgia, but also New York, Pennsylvania. Nice. I want to hear about that a little bit in a second. Uh, and New Jersey in her younger years. She went to high school in Atlanta. Uh, she went to college at Baylor and Texas A&M for communications. Her favorite color is red. So is mine. I love it. Uh, favorite food, chocolate. Man, you're good here in Central PA. We got Hershey's, everything. So yeah, yeah red, good color, chocolate, good thing. Was in PA before. That's all good. Um, you have some pets. You have four kids. Wow, good for you. Uh, and you are married to Brian. Um, and you like to travel, explore shops and restaurants, and photography. That's awesome. So um, we heard your favorite movie. So tell us a little bit, something more personal about yourself. Maybe uh, what you were like growing up. Did you do any extracurriculars or anything like that? Uh, hmm. I was in student government and did some things like I was really involved with our youth group growing up, but I didn't do a lot of sports. I think I played um, 
maybe half a season of basketball when I was little. But when I put the, when I went down and put the ball or shot at, I don't think I made it, but I shot at the wrong net. I kind of figured out that basketball was probably not in my future. So um, there's not much more humiliating than putting it in the opposite goal. I play lots of basketball and I've done it before. And it's, (laughs) yeah. The only thing more humiliating is going for it and trying to put it in the opposite goal and missing. Cause that's pretty, you know, Uh, at, at, at least if you're going the wrong direction, if you get it, that's one thing, but. Yeah, so I don't, didn't play a lot of sports, but I do love sports. I love watching um, football, and uh, that's really probably primarily what I watch the most now. But uh, but yeah, I did kind of student government and leadership sort of things um, in high school. And you no, know, like choir uh, or band or anything, because I know you mentioned youth groups. So if no. you're going to church a lot, a lot yeah. of people learn that stuff. No. Yeah. No, I no, I don't even sing in the shower. <laughs> I love music. I love listening to it, but I don't, I don't sing or perform at all. <laughs> and it was a pretty. I went to youth group as, as well when I was younger. Was it pretty involved? I think we we went like twice a week, and we would go on missions trips, and then we also mm-hmm. go on like just kind of like fun trips and and stuff like that. Yeah. And it was junior high up through yeah. high school. Yeah. So I spent my high school years in Atlanta, and I went on a missions trip out to. New Mexico one summer and I remember being out there and the I mean there were no you there wasn't really a city and I just I've never seen so many stars in my life except for on that trip I mean it was just the sky was amazing and so yeah it was fun bus ride for you know several days with a whole group of high school students and uh, it was fun it was good, good memories and what did you do were you like Habitat for Humanity fixing houses or what um, we teamed up with another local church there and kind of did the VBS um, program for their kids, the vacation Bible school programs for their children. And so we, we basically just did ministry with the local church there. So, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. And did you have to raise, we always had to raise money for that kind of stuff or sell something mm-hmm. or do something, even though I feel yes, like I'm, all of our parents could have just been like, <laughs> go but yeah. so we're selling they lollipops at a quarter profit yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly i don't remember what all we did but we probably had a car wash or two and bake sales bake sales you know take food in and all the families from the youth group would buy <laughs> so i guess they ultimately did pay for our trip so it was just a roundabout way <laughs> right right they want to make you work for it at least a little bit yeah um, and then what about the yeah. student government stuff so how does that work were you class president were you treasurer were you is there senate so i and... was the um yeah i was the student council president so we had a class president but then the student council president was kind of oversaw the so just the class stuff the whole school but it was a very small private school that i ended was going to and so anyway um yeah don't downplay it. You were a student council president. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it was on your college application, right? Yeah, probably. So what, you had to be at least a little bit popular, right? Or were there no other contenders or what? <laughs> um, oh, gosh, Derek, that is a long time ago. So, um, yeah, I, I don't even remember if I had. I may have run uncontested. I do not remember. Gotcha. It might have been one of those deals where a lot of times on the boards and different boards and things are like, how do you get on there? You just say yes yeah. when they ask you because nobody else wants to do the work or, exactly. or whatever. Yeah. So whoever exactly. says yes can can do it. So that's fun, though. So what were the <laughs> what kind of duties did you have? 
Oh, um, <laughs> I, oh gosh, you're talking about high school. That was just a few. I like years to hear ago. about the backstory a little bit. <laughs> That's what makes you what you are now. Um, so I think that we, um, gosh, what did we do? Uh, so we didn't have a prom because, like I said, it was a small private Christian school, and we what we had a dinner instead of a, a prom. Um, I think they called it a, a senior dinner or something, and we were involved with that. And uh, we had chapel programs there, so I think we helped out with that too. But yeah, is there uh, a particular really denomination that this back. school in your church was? Sorry, no. No. no, it was not non-denominational. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm interested in all this stuff. So was there, there was no debating involved because that was going to be, I've interviewed other people where they were kind of, yes. they're still using those debate skills now and that's how they yes. got into student yeah. government. So none of the debate stuff. No, not really. No. And did the student council have anything to do with choosing communications in college? Uh, no, no. Um, oh, I don't know. Maybe it did. Um I and for in college with communication, I was more on the um, the business communication training and development and that that kind of track. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so um, let's. Uh... I, sh I should have probably. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just. I should have probably spent more time reminiscing back to my high school year. I will say, <laughs> and I probably should have brought this up before student council, but in my, um, I was 15 years old and I moved to London, England. Well, it was north of London, but I lived in England for a semester with the family that I babysat at the time to take care of their children. So I went to school in England for a semester and, um, and that was really cool. And that really probably for my love of travel and being exposed to another country like that in high school. And, um, it was really fun. It was really a neat experience. So, so yeah. Where did you stay in England? Most influential. So we, we stayed at the very tippy top of England, almost to Scotland at Newcastle upon Tyne is the, there's a university there and the, um, the husband and dad of the family that I was over there with, he was taking a sabbatical from Emory university in Atlanta and, uh, that's where he was doing some work at the university. So I lived with the family there and uh, helped them out with their kids, went to school for a semester and then came back home. So that was really cool. What's the landscape yeah. there like? Is that like a Rolling Hills, Ireland kind of thing? Um, well, when you there are places that you can get to. For My favorite place in England when I was there was the Lake District and it's Rolling Hills and just really beautiful um, area. But that's further south than where I was in we kind of, a lot of people vacation in the Lake District. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty cool. That's cool. We have great memories about that. So it's, it's, it seems to me like you, you got some block on stuff like pre-college or something. So we will comment <laughs> on it. But your memory was pretty good. Spot on on the England stuff. But so uh, let's talk about, we talked about what it's like, the landscape in England a little bit. So let's move it to where you're at right now, Kansas City. And a reminder to everybody that she's on uh, the east side of Kansas, the Missouri I'm, side. And actually, actually right? I'm actually on the west side, on the Kansas side of, so yeah. <laughs> um, Didn't we just say the reverse it, of that before? It, you lit, you're on that, but we're going to talk about the Missouri side? No, Kansas side. Oh. <laughs> 
Kansas is okay. really where I spend So correction, time. everybody. We're spending Kansas. time on the Kansas side. It, All it, right. It's very close. In fact, you know, I um, am less than, I'm about two miles. So I'm in my office right now. I'm about two miles from what we call the Blue Bridge. And it's the bridge that crosses over the Missouri River, and you are in Missouri on the other side. So it's very close. We, When I go do some of my shopping, I'll go out of Kansas and into Missouri and out again. And so, um, yeah, it's it's very, very close to each other. Yeah, yeah. And I know about it. People watching this might not know about how it sits right on the border. Um, so I'm going to bring the map up here, but I was confused the other yeah. way I thought we were going to talk about, but that's fine. So we're going to bring the map up here and tell everybody where it is because most people have no idea where things are on maps. So here we have our yeah. map of the United States, and it's um, almost dead center of the country. And I, until I started doing yeah. this, I never realized that Kansas was pretty much dead center. So you can see the pin there, mm -hmm. and we're scrolling down, and you got the the border going right down the middle like Katie was saying and we are going to talk and focus a little bit more on the Kansas side but obviously most of what we're talking about is going to apply to a lot of it like the weather and the landscape and that kind of thing but we'll touch right. on a little bit more of the yeah. Kansas side when we talk about isms and and military stuff and a few other things that you mentioned so um and I'm just gonna unshare my screen now so what is the climate like? What is it? We're coming. I'll, I'll give you what we're coming from here. Hopefully it's a little bit better there. Maybe we get like 70 <laughs> days of pure sunshine here in central Pennsylvania. Um, today it's overcast. It's usually overcast. Um, it's not terrible weather, but it's not. It's definitely not sunny all the time or anything like that. We do get rain a good bit of the time and four seasons snow. Um, yeah. So what are you dealing with there? Yeah. So it's so I spent a year in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, and so I am oh, yeah. somewhat familiar with your area. And it's really, it's it's kind of similar weather-wise. Uh, we probably have more sunny days than what you described, but we definitely have the four seasons. Um, it the temperatures in January, February kind of hover in the low twenties. The summertime can get nineties upward. In fact, it's supposed to be ninety degrees on. Uh, you know, it's just been a couple of days, which is crazy because um, hmm. that's pretty hot for October. But um, but yeah, and then we get snow. Um, it's a, a, about an average of 16 inches per year. But, you know, of course, that varies. Last year, we didn't have that much snow. Somebody just told me the other day that they read in the fa Farmer's Almanac that we're supposed to have a cold and snowy winter. So uh, we'll see what that Did you say 15 be, but... or 50 inches? 16, one, six. 16, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And again, you got great yeah. memory on that stat there. Who knows how many inches of snow they get. Uh, um, but yeah, so I, I really like the four seasons and um, just the, you know, the changing of the colors. We, we do the leaves, we do get uh, some pretty colors, probably not as many red leaves as you had get up in Pennsylvania, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty. Uh, we like the climate and like the four seasons here. So. And what about school closures and that kind of thing and salting the roads and how when it does snow, are you equipped for it or does yeah. stuff just shut down? Yeah, they're pretty ready for it. I mean, if there's a blizzard and it's coming in that day, they'll, they'll typically close down um, school. But 
I mean, like I told you, I grew up in Georgia and if they even thought snow was coming or they would shut the schools down before anything happened. And I mean, they were definitely not prepared for it in Georgia, but here, I mean, they'll come out and they'll plow the roads. And so if you, if they miss school, it's, it's usually just one day and then they're right back the next day. And um, so, yeah, it, they, they do miss, but they build, you know, they have snow days into the calendar and stuff. So they're, we're pretty prepared for it here. Do you guys get freezing rain there? We've we've always kind of gotten it, we but it's, we seem to get more of it now. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we can. It's, um, it's it doesn't usually get icy, and it doesn't usually get layers upon layers of ice like you get a little bit more further north. But, um, but it can get icy sometimes. And then, do you what do you usually heat with in the houses? You using natural gas or oil or what? Um, it just depends on, I mean, there's a variety, like I have a propane tank and so we use propane gas to heat our house, but, um, there's other places that, yeah, have natural gas and some, you know, their heat just, you know, runs off the electric stuff. So it, it varies. There's a little bit of everything. What would be the ideal? Like if people are, if they're building a new neighborhood, like here, every neighborhood's going to have natural gas. If it is at all possible, is that the yeah. case there yeah. or... I, I would say so. Yeah. And when you get out into the county and out into the more rural areas where there's the acreage, then those are propane tanks typically. But, um, but yeah, I, and everybody loves cooking on gas stoves for sure. So that's, that seems to be the preferred um, yeah. kind of stove when I'm out showing houses. People get excited when they see the gas stove. <laughs> for sure yeah and then what uh what about uh air conditioning or what about the age of the houses are we 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 have a lot of stuff from like 1900 are you back that far well yes um so so i live in leavenworth kansas which is the first city that to be incorporated in kansas and um we have uh, houses that are um, easily over a hundred years old. And, um, so yeah, there's a variety and a lot of them have been kept up beautifully and a lot of them have been restored. And so, um, there are housing areas that are just, um, really, really beautiful. And that's, I mean, in old, but we also have brand new developments and everything in between, but, but yeah, it's, we have a rich history in, in the Leavenworth area, so, which is pretty cool. Um, and then what about the landscape? Um, is it rolling hill? That's kind of like, we're kind of like England here. Yeah, I mean, you've been to here, but I'm going to keep telling you what it's like yeah. here. <laughs> like you don't know. Um, <laughs> That's fine. But That's fine. we've got mountains and hills, but nothing big. It's not Colorado or Vermont or anything. So yeah. what what's it like? Well, so, we all think of Kansas as flat, I guess, right? It's the land of tornadoes or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I When we told people, you know, as you mentioned earlier, I'm not originally from here. And when we told people that we were moving to Kansas, they were like, Kansas, why are you moving to Kansas? Cause <laughs> people think of just fields of, you know, corn and, and wheat and very flat. And, and that is kind of how the western side of Kansas is. But on the eastern side of Kansas and into Missouri, um, it's I, I really think it's beautiful. It's There are a lot of fields. There's a lot of um, you know, farmers still, but they're, uh, I think they're more rolling and a lot of them are treed. And um, so I, we don't have mountains at all, but the we do have rolling hills and it's, it's really pretty. It's a lot prettier than I thought it was going to be when we first moved here. I was surprised. Um, and of course, with the river going through, um, 
both the Kansas side and the Missouri side, the, the Missouri River is, is neat too. So what's the, what are the, the wild lands like, the woods, what is that like? Is it like we have here? It's just, there's no elevation change, it's, but the, you have the same trees and big tall trees, or is it like Florida where I, they kind of have a woods, but it's these low things and kind of mangrovey or something? I know it's not that, yeah. but. <laughs> I think it, so our, our treed areas are, are more like what you have, but I mean, Pennsylvania has taller trees i think that whenever i go to the east coast i always feel like the trees are just you know a lot taller but um but yeah we we do have you know we so, so being military family we've been in several places and we lived in texas for a long time and um texas has very short trees compared to what we have and especially compared to pennsylvania so um yeah right you're but, flat but it's not a desert landscape it's just Definitely yeah. not. It's just no, flat. No. <laughs> you get yeah. plenty of precipitation, so there's a lot of foliage and all that kind of stuff. What are your lawns yeah. like? Do you have gra nice green grass, mm -hmm. same as yep. we have here, all that kind of stuff, flowers, tan yep. bark? What do you call it there, yep. tan bark or mulch? Mulch. Mulch? That's what mulch, I just learned yeah. this. I did a, a YouTube video about what's Harrisburg known <laughs> for or whatever, and I asked in uh -huh. our Facebook group, isms. Uh -huh. Somebody said we're the only ones that call it tan bark. So this is the first well, person I've been, a, I, you know, asked. Yes, I would have been like, uh, what is that? <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> I did not pick up on that word the year that I lived in Carlisle. So. <laughs> gotcha. All right, I'll keep that in mind. Well, I know that one's true, at least partially then. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what about people commuting? So we know there's no mountains drive over or around or any of that kind of stuff. Is it easy to commute? Yeah. What's that like? It really is not that bad um, here. And that's one of the reasons why we fell in love with Kansas City because it's, so we, like I said, we live in the Leavenworth, Fort Leavenworth area. And, but to get down to Kansas City, um, it's takes maybe a half hour. And the traffic is really, um, it's nothing like some of the bigger cities. So we just, we actually, I really love the size of the Kansas City area. And uh, there's, you know, lots of things to do, but it's, it doesn't just feel huge. And, um, and then there are lots of, you know, suburbs around that, um, or have that smaller town feel, especially where I live, it has kind of a small town feel. And, but then we're right next to the city offering. So, and the, the commute's not bad at all. I and mean, it's, the traffic doesn't get too, too crazy. Unless Any you idea want the Chiefs the... game, then the traffic. Oh yeah, I bet. Do you go to the Chiefs games? <laughs> Um, I went to one. I went to the preseason game this year and um, watched the Vikings and the Chiefs play. And that was so much fun. It was my first NFL game and it was preseason, but it was still cool. And um, yeah, it was fun. I'd love to. I I loved being in the stands, but I also think that there's a lot of value in being able to watch it on TV and, you know, catch the replays and watch. You, you just can't beat, you know, the angles that they can give you on TV. So. And but be warm like and comfortable. Yes, yes. Dry. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> unless you have some awesome seats, I'm not going to any stadium for anything. I don't care if it's a football yeah. game, a concert, a comedian. I don't. If I'm up in the raft, I'm not going. I'm. I'm just yeah, not going to yeah. do it. <laughs> that, that sounds. I. I understand. We sound a lot alike, like on that, Derek. <laughs> Give me a theater all day long. I, I like the nice washed up musicians on their retirement tour doing all the theaters or the way up, the, on the way up or the way down yes, usually. Yes. 
But um, so we talked about the commute a little bit. Um, highways and roads, what are they like here? Everything's beat up for um, the most yeah. part. There's some roads always being worked on. How is it there? Yeah. We, well, in Leavenworth, the, um, there are three of our major roads that go through our little town are all being worked on. And so um, like major, like adding lanes and, you know, just doing a lot of work. So, um, but, you know, after the winter with, even if we have just a little bit of snow, I feel like we get a lot of potholes in the spring. So they're constantly fixing you know, potholes here and there. And um, so they're not, you know, they're not great. They have to do a lot of upkeep because the, the winters can be a little hard on the roads. But. Yeah, that's usually what does it is the snow mm -hmm. and all of us northern yeah. states. I saw somebody post a picture. Uh, it might have been Chris from Clubhouse. Somebody posted a picture. How do you know when you're in Michigan or something? And it looked like okay. a Pennsylvania road or probably one of your roads, too. Yeah. And I was like, hey, yeah. don't be busting on our roads. <laughs> you're driving through. Yeah. And that's why our roads right, suck. Cause right. every, our state, anyway, everybody drives yeah. through it but doesn't pay taxes here. So we get the snow yeah. and everybody beats it up. Um, yeah. So they're widening all these roads and putting new lanes in and everything. Is that to get somebody somewhere special to work? Or what are the major employers and, and industries there? So in Leavenworth, we have Fort Leavenworth. So it's mostly military. Um, we've got the, you know, it's kind of a, when you come to Leavenworth, you, know, you almost have to clarify that what part of Leavenworth you're going to because we do have the disciplinary barracks uh, where a, a lot of people that get tr in trouble in the military end up at Leavenworth in the prison. Um, so we also, so our post is primarily an education post. We've got the Command and General Staff College, which is majors who are getting ready for their field grade time come and do a year's worth of school. We also have the School of Advanced Military Studies here. Um, so it's a lot of the uh, military members that come through here are here for classes, but then we also have the prison. So we do have a pretty large um, military police brigade here that uh, does prison duty and, and that kind of thing. And then right outside of Fort Leavenworth in Leavenworth, there's also a um, state or federal penitentiary and so uh, there are a number of prisons here in the town, but um, also in Kansas City, there's uh, Cerner, there's Hallmark, um, there's uh, Black and Veatch, which is an engineer company. H&R Block is headquartered in Kansas City, and so and then there's a lot of a number of hospitals. In fact, my sister's husband is a general surgeon, and he uh, interviewed with some places in Kansas City about coming to work here a few years back, and. Um, so anyway, there are, there are some, some hospitals that pull people in as well. Yeah. The hospitals are always good. And I think every place, I guess, has the hospital as an employer, but, yeah. um, to have all the military stuff and all the prisons and all the institutional stuff is great mm -hmm. to keep everything going. And I was just thinking about, so you're, you, you have all these colleges and everything here. You were in, in Carlisle, so you're probably at the war college, right? And you might've told me this before. Mm -hmm. Um, so does Brian, is he a professor or what, how did that, how does that relate? He's still active duty. He is still in the army. He's active duty. And uh, so we came here back in 2003 for CGSC for the Command General Staff College. And uh, we spent two years here then and um, loved, loved the area back then. And kind of we started talking about, OK, when when it is time for retirement, where are we going to go? And 
we really liked this area, like I said, because Leavenworth is a small town right outside of Kansas City. So you have kind of that small town, but also city uh, offerings. And being near a military place, um, it was it just felt comfortable. We we didn't really want to, as a military family, leave and go to some place that didn't know anything about the military. So it was just we felt even then that it was a good place. So fast forward a few. You can come back here. And, we know it too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen. I know. I know. We. My husband has multiple times said we could go back to Pennsylvania. We got mountains. Uh, we really, I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. We really. So do, do you have a VA hospital too? Did you say that? We do. We do. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I know that's a big thing that especially veterans and, and yeah. retired people kind of mm -hmm. congregate around the, the hospital. Right, um, right. It is good to have those benefits to be able to take advantage of close by. And then in the city, what's the city like? Are there like crafty restaurants and those kind of employers, like lots of like small businesses and that kind of thing in the sound? And not just in Kansas City. I'm sure yeah. there are other smaller urban yeah. centers, too. Yeah, so Leavenworth, the, we have a really cute little downtown that's owned, that had lots of different shops. Um, you know, they're owned by um, just some of them are owned by former military or military spouses, um, just and a, a variety. And we do have uh, some, some locally owned restaurants as well, but it's a very cute downtown and um, they offer different things like tonight is alive after five they um, do it once a month and um, they just you do kind of a walk through the downtown to different participating um, places and they usually have a theme like either a wine night or a beer crawl or whatever you stop by the different places and get a, a little taste of of wine or beer and it's just it's an opportunity for people who are coming in or visiting to see what the downtown offers and to go in and see some of the uh, different stores. There's a, uh, a leather store that I don't know that I, they make like, um, actually, I can't remember all, all that they make, but it's not probably a store that I would go in on my own, but attending a live after five, I popped in there and got to see the kinds of things that they, they make. So, so we, the town definitely tries to do things like that to pull people out and get people involved and, they do a charm hunt in the fall, um, usually the beginning of September to sometime in September. And um, it pulls in lots and lots, hundreds of people from all around. And it's um, you go to the different participating stores and pick up a little charm and then you can put in. They're all kind of Kansas sort of related charms and you can make a little charm bracelet out of it. So a lot of people love doing that, but just things to engage the the area and get people out and so that's really fun that's super cool i like the charm yeah. idea and i yeah. i'm sure little girls in particular yeah. would yeah. love 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 that yeah huh yeah i wonder if that's a unique is that a unique to kansas or leavenworth thing i i haven't heard of other towns doing it but uh, so yeah i do think it's kind of a unique and then they've done it for I don't know, probably 15 years now, um, and they do it every year, except for maybe with COVID. I think they took that year, you know, 2020 off, but they did it this year. So, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Are those like committees you could get on? I feel like I've mm -hmm. I've been on home tour committees here, and yeah, and yeah that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yep. and they always say yes as well. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So we started talking about it a little bit, um, and I want to ask about barbecue. Barbecue, is that a big thing in Kansas City or no? It is. It is. Yeah, it is a big thing. So 
Um, and uh, there's actually here in Leavenworth, there's an opportunity to go to a smoking class. And my husband did it about 10 years ago. And, and it kind of, so now he knows how to smoke meat. And um, it kind of, once you learn and do it at home, it sort of makes it hard to go out to other restaurants and because you're so spoiled by doing it yourself. But, um, but yeah, it's uh, very popular and um, tastes good. We love it. We love the Kansas City barbecue. And, you know, we've been in Texas and um, on the, the East Coast as well. And it, we pr- particularly like the barbecue from here. <laughs> is it uh, the way you cook it or is it the sauce? Yeah, I think, well, I think it's the way you cook it because here, at least the way my husband learned how to do it, it's it's using the uh, a dry rub as you smoke it. And my husband's philosophy and the way he was taught is that you really shouldn't have to drown it with sauces because if you have to drown it with sauces, then you've done something wrong with the meat. And so, um, yeah, we don't, we don't eat a, lo- a lot of sauces on ours personally. But. I agree. I would like, even with wings, I prefer to get them crispy with the sauce on the side because I want a nice crisp and I can yeah. dump and I can paste as much sauce as I want on it and it doesn't get all soggy. Right. And I'm with you on that. A lot of times, and that's like 50, like a thousand more calories too. They just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all sugar. Yeah. <laughs> So that's awesome. Uh, So what's the smoker like? Do you have some giant thing or a small version or there's all kinds of things you can, contraptions you can get, right? Yeah, there are a lot of kind of, so we have a kind of a custom made one that was actually made at the disciplinary barracks. They have this store where they make metal, you know, uh, wrought iron, different kinds of products like that. Um, and it's a, it's a job training sort of program that they have there. But, um, so we bought this smoker from there and they, you give them the design of what you want and then they, they create it. But so we have this huge, very heavy thing. And for anybody who's military watching, they know that when we move, we have a limit to how much we can carry with us, uh, in our moves. And this smoker takes up a lot of weight. (laughs) that's the only downside to a big smoker is they're heavy and they take up a lot of your your weight that you can are allowed to move are you allowed to move your own stuff like outside of that that's just what they'll move for you yeah gotcha yeah you can because some people have one that like takes up a whole trailer (laughs) right right yeah they they should just strap that on you know like get a hitch for the back of their car and just tow that at that point (laughs) yeah totally what about sauces? Does everybody like, do you guys have your own sauce or do you just buy uh, that kind of like, thing? Uh, my family, like, do we? Yeah. That? You. Well, no, no, we don't. We will buy some if we're using sauces, but yeah, like I said, do you have a favorite one? Anti-sauce. No, oh, anti-sauce. So like no yeah. sauce he likes. <laughs> he, he is, he does. Yeah. He's not much I thought we were sauce. talking minimal sauce. So he likes just rub and it's just the meat, no sauce. Yeah. Gotcha. And then, well, and right. they, they add juice. He adds juice in to as they're cooking. And so, I mean, it's, it's pretty juicy on its own if it's done right. So. Yeah, I'm sure it's good. I'm not doubting the goodness. Yeah. I'm just trying to clarify. <laughs> so what do you, you eat it you, sauceless you... too? Mm-hmm. Yep. So there's just no barbecue sauce in your refrigerator right now. Um, probably not. Wow. All right. Wow. 
That's that's amazing. I mean, even if you eat it sauceless, you would think in a big barbecue place, you'd yeah. still have a yeah. sauce. All right. I want you to report back. I bet you there's one way in the back, some stubs or something with like half an inch left. It needs to be thrown away. All right. So enough harping on the barbecue. <laughs> there's a good barbecue with little to no sauce on it in Kansas City, um, and which is good. I'm not saying it's bad. It's good. I would like the less you sauce is better, visit, I think. Derek, and we'll, if you come visit, we'll make some sauceless nice. barbecue for you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I will take it. Um, so what about like a stadium? Obviously, the Chiefs, you have major sports teams there. If somebody's going to see... Uh, I keep saying Justin Bieber every time I ask this question and I need to get somebody else. What if they wanted to see boys to men in their heyday? Where would they have seen them? <laughs> well, that probably would have been the AT&T um, place, which is not called that anymore. But since you're talking about boys to men, then it fits. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there's a couple different places that um, that they'll have concert venues and um, yeah. And what about and airports? The, the power, Go ahead. Our airport is amazing. Um, they're, it's the, probably the fastest airport to get in and out of. Um, and that was honestly one of the reasons why we decided we wanted to stay and retire here in the area because you can get in and out of the airport so quickly. And it goes, you know, obviously we have flights everywhere. So it's, we really, I've, that's one of the selling points for us when we were deciding to move here is that the, the airport is super easy to get to and, um, and really kind of centrally located to, you know, any place around the Kansas city area. So, yeah. Yeah. Really and then like what it. about, so it's easy to fly somewhere for vacation or whatever travel mm -hmm. you're doing. What if you're driving for a vacation, where would you, where would yeah. you, could you drive to a beach somewhere? I, would you? So this summer, this summer I decided I needed some beach time and so um, we could have driven to Texas but to get in Texas you have to go further south to get to the nicer beaches and I didn't want to be in the car that long so we went to Florida and we went on the, along the 30A highway and we were right outside of Panama City is where we ended up because um, you know again I didn't want to drive it was about a I think it was about 13 hours to get down there to the beach. Um, and we did that this past summer. What we didn't know and we didn't, we learned on this trip is it takes, um, so most of the rentals in Florida rent from Saturday to Saturday. And so we were driving back home on the Saturday and the traffic was terrible, but getting through on our way back home just cause everybody leaves. So it's getting out of there with a little, crazy just with traffic but but it's not bad it wasn't too bad and what about a, a driving vacation or like a long weekend or something like that what would be the go-to um, vacation so lake of the ozarks isn't too far so um going you could get to some lakes ar around and um you can get up to uh, something i've been wanting to do is go up to omaha to the zoo up there and that's not far. So there's definitely, and Colorado is about nine hours from some skiing. So during the winter, it's not far to get to ski slopes. And we have a tiny little ski slope just north in on in Missouri, just north of us. And um, it's not anything like what you have or what Colorado is. But it, you know, people do go out there and ski. I don't ski personally, but um, 
but yeah, it, there's a little hill, so uh, people can get out there. And it's kind of like a bunny slope to one of Colorado's bunny slopes is what I would liken it to. But but there's definitely places that you can get away to for the weekend and do some fun things. I'm guessing they blow snow at that snow at that place. That's yeah. the only way you would yeah. have enough. Yeah. Same here. We don't, we're not, yeah. we do have a place here 20 minutes from me, but it's, it's sheer ice. Yeah. <laughs> and then they yeah. blow. What and is you it? Have some, What's it called? You know, ski round what top. You... Mount round top mountain I'm resort. Sure. Now that the conglomerate bought it, yeah. but. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, cause my daughter, when she was at Carlisle, um, well, the middle school there, they had a little ski, like they would go and do ski trips. Like during the week, they would take the kids and go have them go on one of the little mountains there. And so that was really cool. We don't have that here. We don't have little ski trips from the schools here. <laughs> yeah, I look at that fondly. We didn't have the big mountain stuff, but it was it was good enough that those of us yeah. that wanted to ski and like to ski, yeah. we had an opportunity to learn how to do it. And we always took Vermont trips to like the ski club, took a trip and right. it was, yeah, one of my favorite things and a, a cool skill. Who doesn't want to slide down a hill? I stopped for a long time and then I had to quit again because of my knees, but I stopped for a long time yeah. and then I started again and I was like, why did I, why would I stop doing this? This is so yeah. much fun. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So what else to do? What are we missing? What are you, lakes, kayaking, creeks, fishing, hunting, um, anything I'm fishing, any of those things? Um, there's definitely places to fish around and hunt. Hunting's you know, pretty popular too. There's lots of places that lease out um, you know, spots to hunt for deer. And uh, so that's, that's pretty popular. Um, the... There were a lot of ponds, so um, for you know fishing, if you if you know the folks, it's always good to ask if you can fish if it's a privately held pond. But uh, but yeah, there's there's a lot of outdoor things to do, and um, yeah, better to ask than to get one of these after you. <laughs> what are you doing in my pond? <laughs> and you mentioned the yeah, Ozarks. Yeah. How long, How far did you say the Ozarks are? Um, I think it's about a three three hour drive from here um okay to get i bet to that's been at least a portion a lot of more. it what what is the ozarks it's a, a bunch of lakes or or what or is it one um, lake? do you i you know i'm not even totally sh i i there's definitely different areas so whether i mean i'm sure they're probably all connected in in one way or another but there's and there's different portions where you could go to but places I've where got, you can hide dead bodies i guess i think right that's i haven't watched the show, watch but... the show <laughs> yeah i yeah i know it's definitely um it's probably super popular now. now yeah just like nashville definitely. was it was doing okay but as soon as that tv yeah. show started it blew up <laughs> so yeah. that's fun and that show's still going i think so that'll probably that's what, whenever a show starts, you should, we should go buy property, whatever, there, if it's a popular show, wait till like right. the second or third season hmm. when it's good. <laughs> well, yeah. And if it's all about, you know, dead bodies, I don't know. It might not be a huge selling point. <laughs> if they're buying and selling property, I don't <laughs> It should be on the disclosure if they said something about it. Yeah. So what are people going to get yes. for the money? Uh, <laughs> not a dead person house in the Ozarks, but something uh, in Kansas City. So here 
average how, let's say 300 to get kind of your starter single family detached home, probably a two car garage at that 300 mark, three to four bedroom, couple thousand square feet on a quarter ish acre lot. Uh, how does that compare to what they would get there for that? Or, or what is the starter home yeah. price? So in the Leavenworth area, the average home price is about 200 and um, it's about what you described, except for maybe not with the extra acreage if, if you want to, or the bigger lot. But um, yeah, I would say about three, about 300 would get you a, a little bit big, bigger size lot. And um, we have, we're, since we're still kind of, there are, in the county area, you have properties that have some acreage and um, that depending on how big the house is and um, you know the condition of the house, obviously, and how many acres, but um, that's you know, upwards of the 400 um, area when, when you get up to the acreage size. So. Another HOAs a lot? Sorry. Uh, there are, there are, in the, but they're not very high. I mean, they're the HOAs in my area are actually pretty low. And when you get closer into Kansas City, the HOA, um, you know, those fees climb and and um, taxes climb some. And it's, you know, just like everywhere else, the closer you get into the city, everything, the prices go up some. So. Sure. Um, but yeah, that's and what... one of the reasons, you know. Pe- go ahead. That's one of the reasons people like this area because you can get a little bit more for your money up here because you're just a little further away from from the city. So. But and we're do seeing these it HOAs have? Go ahead. The area is growing right where I am. There's people who are come, you know, moving a little further out, and um, there's a town south of here called Baser, and it's really seen a tremendous amount of growth from people moving up just a little bit west of the Kansas city and the immediate surrounding areas. And so, um, and we're, we're seeing that some of that growth filter up towards us in the Leavenworth area as well. So what'd you say? Baser? Like with a C? Mm -hmm. It's B as in boy, A S E H O R. Oh, okay. (laughs) Huh. Area to look out for. <laughs> so, what in the Absolutely. in the HOAs do they have? Are they gated? Are there pools and spas and golf courses? Or what yeah. are the HOAs like here? It's there's none of that for the most part. There's a couple of new neighborhoods yeah. that have kind of like shops and things in them, but for the most part, an HOA is mostly only in like a townhouse community where they're taking care of the roofs and yeah. the lawn and snow and stuff. Yeah. So there's a few neighborhoods that have pools. Um, there's one neighborhood that's down more in the baser area I just mentioned that does have a golf course and they have a pool. Uh, but most of them up here have, you know, the minimal annual fee and it's, it's basically just to control, you know, the height of your lawn and whether or not you're parking all your toys out in your front lawn and the color of your house and that kind of thing. So it's, they have some regulations for the neighborhoods with that, but but there are some neighborhoods that don't have HOA and it's, it's, yeah, there are definitely people who look for the neighborhoods without the HOA. They, you know, um, <laughs> they're good for the most part. Be told. 
They keep the, the rules are good. You don't want your neighbor painting their house pink or having 30 cats. Yeah. Usually that's one of the stipulations. You can only yeah. have so many of certain animals and sometimes or no roosters. certain animals. You can't. No they, roosters. That's one of the ones. Yeah, they don't want roosters on there. You know, at the crack of dawn, making a lot of noise in the neighborhood. Yeah, totally. That's um, they're cracking down on that here. So up and down now, most of our municipalities allow chickens, not roosters, but you could have chickens. Um, but now they're going to crack down on that too because now it's become a kind of a fad, and everybody wants to have chickens in their backyard. Yeah. Now, like everybody has chickens in their backyard, so it's become yeah. kind of a nuisance. <laughs> but uh so what about so what is your we talked to two three hundred maybe gets you kind of that starter home that everybody pictures in their head mm -hmm. what is your luxury market uh look like what do people move up to second or third home or whatever um so up here i mean you're um so here uh, i would call our luxury third, market like, starts what, at like 750. yeah um, I would say about four, four to four fifty. Um, you see a, a, a jump in the the quality and the, um, but that has jumped in the past year with the way the housing market's gone. We've seen that increase as well. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, all the prices have gone up. But. Same here. I would have said 500 maybe a couple of years ago as our kind of that's yeah. where the luxury market kind of starts. Yeah. Um, but now it's it's pushing the six, seven. Like I said, yeah. 750 is probably where I would quote to people as the luxury market. Um, yeah. So where how much would they have to spend to yeah. get like an acre three car garage custom built? Um, that kind of few thousand yeah. square feet. Um, up here in, you know, not talking about closer to Kansas City, but up here, um, right now, I would say uh, five to five fifty with a little bit of acreage on there. Yeah, but gotcha. Um, yeah. <laughs> so if somebody had a million bucks to spend, what would they be looking at getting? Um, well, I mean, you could definitely get want something with some acreage and so some of in this area, you know, if you were interested in a barn and some outbuildings, um, it could get you something like with that and, and obviously, you know, a home uh, with some nice furnishings for that. So we don't see too many of that here. You, de you definitely need to go a little further down towards Kansas City to get into that price range. There's just not a lot of it here. But. And then closer to into Kansas mm -hmm. City for a million, is that like a condo in Kansas City? Is it that kind of market in that nah. metropolitan area? Or it's it's still kind of a suburban built house, yeah. maybe an older yeah. house, but fixed up. But yeah. Right, right. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And then our last question, which has nothing to do with real estate at all or anything. What would you do outside of this profession if you could do anything else? Would you lead a youth group again? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I have just Well, don't say that so quickly. I... Say no, maybe yeah. not. I would like to, but I would probably choose a different path. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> I have raised four kids. I'm I'm not 
uh, I don't think that going back to a youth group thing is so, um, you know, that's a, so I stayed at home for over 20 years raising the kids and, and, and I had that opportunity to do that. And so doing real estate, I mean, it's, um, right now it's hard for me to picture doing anything else because I'm just loving doing this. I haven't done it for very long and, and I've only been doing it for a little over two years now. And so it's hard for me to picture doing something else because I really do love this. But um, so I, I guess I, you know, falling back to what I thought I would do uh, when I was in college and before I got married to somebody in the military and we moved around a lot and had our children, I, um, loved the idea of going into some of the bigger companies and their training and development programs and just in working with employees and um, trying to foster that uh, culture in companies and and that's that's probably what I would want to do now if I wasn't doing real estate. So you want to do human resources at a giant company at Google? Well, <laughs> not that big? I, when I, well, when I when I hear human resources, I just think of all of the like laws of human resources, and, and that's not so much what I'd want to do. The more the people people side of things, but it's probably good that you know, because with the people side of things, you still have to cover all the other stuff. And I'm not sure I'd really be all interested in that side. <laughs> the bigger the company, the more rules and and bureaucracy there is too. So maybe you just need like to start yeah. your own 501c3 and just help some people. It would be nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That'd be yeah. cool. All right. Well, let's bring your information up and uh, how about you read it aloud so anybody that might be listening in audio format later can get your phone number and email address, etc. So I uh, got your information up there, sure. but read it aloud for everybody. Okay, you can reach me at my cell phone number, call or text at area code 808-722-6041, or you could email me at katie at katiepainhomes.com. And I'm going to leave that stuff up there for anybody watching, and it'll be in the description, up or down, or whatever you're watching and listening on. It's somewhere around you right now, or you can just Google <laughs> Katie Payne, uh, Kansas City, or what it, is it Leavenworth better to, to connect Not you either with? Either one, Leavenworth or Kansas City. You can find me if you do Kansas City, yeah. Okay, and you can sell stuff in I Missouri, have... too. You're, you're licensed on oh, that yeah, side Oh, yeah, I'm as well. licensed in both. Yes, yeah, I definitely awesome. am licensed in both. And yeah. if you need to sell your house here first and then have me connect you with Katie to find that, find the area there and know what area I, I was talking to somebody that's moving to Myrtle beach and he's like, I don't even, do I even want to live like in Myrtle beach or should I live outside of yeah. Myrtle beach? And I said, well, let me connect you with somebody good down there and they can help you. And, and maybe you want to stay in an Airbnb for a month or two or something to figure out exactly and see the traffic patterns, right. yada, yada, or maybe get a job there first and then know where you're actually going to yeah. be. So plan it out. <laughs> Talk to Katie. Uh, call me if you need to buy or sell your house, especially if you need to sell it and move to Kansas City or Leavenworth or anywhere around there. You can call me, text me, email me, throw a rock through my window, send a carrier pigeon, whatever you need to do. We still need inventory and it's a little bit better for buyers and I'm all blurred now and I'm not going to fix it because we're going out. Uh, thanks everybody for watching and listening. I'm back. Clear. Uh, see you later, everybody. Say goodbye, Katie. Bye. Thanks, Derek. It's been fun. See you, everybody.